Welcome to Bedhampton Church. Contact us at www.bedhampton.church. But for now, let's continue that journey with this input. Well, today, as we've already said, is not only the Queen's Jubilee, but also Pentecost, which is why the red, the red is about. And we tend to think of Pentecost, of course, as a Christian festival, which it is, but of course originally it was a Jewish festival. Uh, this was probably why the apostles were gathered together in one room, in that reading we heard. The festival or feast of weeks is a time when the Jews gather together to remember the law that they received on Mount Sinai. And it's considered a highly important part of their history. So oddly fitting that we gather today on a weekend when we are celebrating a highly important part of our history as English people here. Pentecost is, um, takes place 50 days after Passover, where we of course celebrate the fact that God sent his Holy Spirit upon us. Now if I mention Holy Spirit of course it brings up a myriad of thoughts for many different people. It's possible that we've been in places where we have seen what we might consider some very un-English things going on blamed upon the Holy Spirit. Or perhaps you were raised referring to Holy Spirit as Holy Ghost. How can anything be good that is a ghost, I wonder? I hope that actually I'm wrong in that and you do not have those pictures in your mind when I refer to Holy Spirit because fear, embarrassment, scepticism is not how God would want us to acknowledge his spirit. I have to wonder sometimes, as a good Anglican, how we've taken what is blatantly a promise of a gift from Jesus, such that most Anglicans would seek to avoid him. And you may also have noticed, and perhaps be getting a little wound up, but I keep referring to Holy Spirit, rather than the Holy Spirit. It is a deliberate thing I try to do most of the time, although I don't always succeed, because God's Holy Spirit is a part of, an equal part of who he is. And we don't tend to refer to the Jesus, do we? Sometimes we refer to the Father, but often we refer to the Father. And so I try and remember that God's Holy Spirit is part of his personhood. As I say, we have to, I have to wonder why, as Anglicans, sometimes we seek to avoid the Holy Spirit. There again, I did it, the Holy Spirit. We seek to avoid Holy Spirit. Because actually, he's not an embarrassing part of our God. He's actually a key part that we should know. We don't refer to me as, well, when we refer to me as Max, it, it's my personhood, isn't it? We refer to the rector, it's a role. Alec is Alec, he's our friend. But then he's the verger as well, isn't he? So. And our God loves us so much that he does not dictate how he would engage with us through his spirit. And my experience is that God engages with us in a way that we would be comfortable with. It's not like the Holy Spirit, then again, the Holy Spirit, actually takes over us and makes us a zombie at all. Indeed, our Queen acknowledges Holy Spirit in her life. Before her, congregate, uh, before her coronation, she prayed that the world would pray for her 
asking that God, the same God who is Holy Spirit, would give her wisdom and strength to carry out the promises that she made on that coronation day. Now, did Holy Spirit pour tongues of fire upon her, make her shake a little? No, of course he didn't. That's not the way that our Queen, no doubt, would want to engage with him. And the Queen, in her speech following her coronation, said this, Throughout this memorable day, I have been uplifted and sustained by the knowledge that your thoughts and prayers were with me. I've been aware all the time that my peoples spread far and wide throughout the continent and the oceans were united to support me in the task to which I've now been dedicated. Holy Spirit engaged with our Queen Elizabeth in the way that she would like, in the moment that she would like. And she received the sure knowledge of support from God and his people. Reminded me of Elijah in the Old Testament, who, when looking for God's Spirit, went out to the mouth of the cave, and a strong wind came rushing by, but Holy Spirit wasn't in the strong wind. And then an earthquake happened, but Holy Spirit wasn't in the earthquake. Fire came, but Holy Spirit wasn't in the fire. Finally, there was a silence, and Holy Spirit, for Elijah, was in the silence, just like our Queen. So God knows us and has known us since we, before we were born. He wouldn't give us anything that was a gift, that was scary to us, or, or even engage with us in a way that wasn't natural for us. If quiet is your place, then take time to be quiet and engage with God's Spirit, and he will engage with you in a peaceful and gentle way. Perhaps, like others, maybe like me, if you're more comfortable with a direct approach, he seems to use that as well in a different way. But let's not be scared of Holy Spirit. Let's engage with him, because we are children of God. And he sends us a good gift, we're told. So if we follow Jesus, we call ourselves Christians or Anglicans, or whatever we call ourselves, and we choose to ignore the Holy Spirit, that would be a bit strange, wouldn't it? It'd be like ignoring Jesus or ignoring the Father. Jesus said, I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate, a helper, to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. In our Queen's coronation, the most sacred moment of that service is when she is anointed by the Archbishop. The receiving of the Holy Spirit for her role ahead for the 70 years that we now know that she went, goes on to. At that moment, all the symbols of her royal nature are removed. No jewels, no crown, just a simple white dress. And they covered her in a canopy to hide her from the cameras, from the TV, etc. for this very special moment. The Archbishop anoints her with oil and prays that Holy Spirit will come upon her and engage with her for the rest of her service to this country. And so if you believe the Queen has served well in the last 70 years, then I believe that she would tell you that moment was part of that. Because she's become increasingly vocal, I'm sure you've noticed about her faith and Holy Spirit. And so I guess the parallel for me is clear. We need Holy Spirit to engage with Bedhampton. We need Holy Spirit to drive and fulfil us 
as we go forward. So let's, as God's children, seek him out. Because we are children of God and he sends that good gift. All we need to do is to be open and ask him to send the advocate, the helper, to send Holy Spirit to anoint us just like he did our Queen. You have been listening to Bedhampton Church. Our prayer is that this helps you journey with Jesus and serve your community by sharing God's love and friendship. Subscribe and join us for more discussion at www.bedhampton.church. All material creative commons copyright. Contact us for more details.